0: Find your spot, put
1: it in park. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Deaver here alongside my co—oh, not alongside. 2,500 miles away from my co-host Bush. Yo, man, it's like we—it's uh, like you never left. We're uh, you know over here, Delaware, Jersey.
0: You're out there in Cali, man. We're still doing this.
1: Coast to coast, coast to coast on free parking Pod. Let's uh let's bring in Jimbo, Jimbo producer. What's going on, buddy?
2: Hey boys, good to see you again. I feel like it was just yesterday, but uh, <laughs> here we are.
1: Just yesterday, a couple miles away, and uh, we're <laughs> back here for episode four. So yeah, man, all good here in Cali, getting settled in. Um, uh, you know, got my place all set up, set up in the office uh, on special assignment, and uh, it's a different planet out here. Honestly, it's uh, the weather's seventy five and sunny almost every day. Uh, Yo, so Deeves, out there in
0: Cali, um, what's the star scene looking like? You know, they say L.A., City of Angels, City of Stars. Uh, I mean, anybody uh, famous yet?
1: Yeah, so I've only been here uh, a couple days now, but um, we were at a coffee shop the other day, and who do I see? I saw two stars so far. The first one was at a coffee shop. I turn around, and who do I see but George Costanza? From Seinfeld, George, <laughs> Georgie, which was even crazier that I saw George from Seinfeld because I saw him in a diner slash coffee shop setting, like where he is all the time in the <laughs> Seinfeld show. So to turn around and be like, "Holy shit!" One, holy shit, there's a star. But two, in his setting that you would see him in pretty much every episode of Seinfeld, it was just kind of like, I don't know, I got shows. Yeah, I'm not. Got, what's up? I'm not a fanboy, but like to see him in that, it was almost like being on set.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I picture a thought episode, you know how they always have those random guys that walk into the coffee shop, and like they always like, bust them or whatnot? Yeah. Like,
1: you're one of those guys who
0: walks in, and George Costanza's like, Yo, who's the tall guy over there in the corner?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, a little more gray hair on George. He was with a couple of 70-year-old guys. But yeah, man, he he seemed like a cool dude. Didn't want to bother him. Um, Obviously, not a big deal. And then the other night, we were at a bar, and uh, it's this pretty cool sports bar in West Hollywood called... Um, Barney's Beanery, uh, look it up. Awesome spot. I try to go there, um, you know, as my my Friday night spot. But um, we saw who other but Nick Schwartzim. Oh, Nick Schwartzen. so he's more of like a B-lister celeb, BC. But he's the guy's hilarious. I don't know if you have ever seen his 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 movies. He's uh, the one I know him mostly from is Just Go with It. Okay. Where it's it's the Sandler movie now. It would have been awesome to see Sandler, but it's the Sandler movie with Jennifer Aniston and Brooklyn Decker. I believe her name is the Sports Illustrated model. Mm-hmm. But this Nick Swardson plays like the German fake husband to Brooklyn. No, to Jennifer Aniston in the movie. So like, I just pictured him in the bar that night to talk like to talk like this the entire <laughs> time. Like he's like a goat farmer or so. Or he saves the goat in the movie. Yeah. But anyway, he he honestly he dresses. Like like a bum, honestly. Yeah, dude. I I follow
0: that guy on social media, Instagram. He is the biggest bum ever, but also one of my comedic idols. Man, that guy is priceless. You gotta watch his stand up, dude. His stand up classic.
1: He had and one shorts down to his calves and (laughs) uh, uh, flannel on. It was it was. (laughs) Well, like we had ten people around him, like loving what he was saying because the guy's hilarious. Of course, of course.
0: So what else you got going on out there? I mean, like, you're out there on special assignments, so you don't have a car or anything. What are you cruising around on? And, you know, like, uh, I don't know, man. What's, what's the daily life out there?
1: So Uber is pretty big out here. Uber and Lyft, a lot different than back east. Like, I swear, I mean, I live, like, 15 minutes from Atlantic City, but to Uber there on a Friday night, it probably costs, like, 40 bucks. Um, here you can go. I went to the Staples Center on Saturday for the Kings game, and it was, like, $8. I think I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. You can go down the roof for like two bucks. I don't know how you guys make their money. Um, yeah. But the other thing I've been whipping around on is, do you know those those electric scooters, the the birds and the limes?
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah um,
1: so, so birds more like prominent, but lime I guess is like the scooter company that's like bigger near me. Um, so every morning I've been whipping to work on on my scooter. You scan it with the app, you pay for it, um, it unlocks and then, I mean, these things cruise. Top speed, I was going downhill the other day at like 15 miles an hour, 15, 16 miles an hour. dear god what do uh what do the curbs have to say about that i'm sure the the curbs are daunting honestly here i guess they may have had a couple earthquakes every once in a while so the curbs are all like crooked and cracked and like there's some of them look like freaking teepees you got to jump over i mean good for style points but bad if you fall i mean you are down (laughs) you're down for the count going 50 miles an hour and just stomping into a hole in the ground not good right over the handlebars for that Last thing
0: we need is to me for be to be on one of those scooters and just two hundred twenty pounds just nailing the sidewalk, causing <laughs> another minor aftershock.
1: <laughs> so dude, I haven't I I haven't fallen yet, knock on wood, but what I have done is I got I got two scooter stories for you. So I don't think they're built for people that are six six. I really don't. I think yeah, they're more for like probably not not. average sized humans. Anyway, I'm on the road the other day on the way home from work. So it's kind of like it, the sun's setting. It's kind of on its way to dark, actually. I left late that night. And I see this character get out of his car on the street. I'm on the sidewalk. I see this character get out of his car. And he's wearing, like, all black and, like, sunglasses and a hat. He just looked kind of sketchy. So I turn to my left to look and see what the hell this guy is doing. And all of a sudden, smack, dude, I hit a tree branch. A tree branch, sorry, hit my face so damn hard, whipped me back. I kept cruising. Good thing it was, like, the end of the tree branch, like, the feathery part at the end. But I got smacked by this tree branch. And good thing it was dark and, like, nobody was really out on this road because they would have been in stitches laughing. I would have been dying if I saw a guy do this. But I just kept going, kept cruising. And the guy, I mean, the, the shady guy, like, it wasn't even a factor. I hit my head on a tree. So... <laughs> That, not, that is, not the, uh, not the
0: first, nor will it be the last time you get hit in the face with a rod. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> false. Highly false. <laughs> <laughs> so my next curious story is I live in this, uh, I'm staying in this apartment building. I like got a long term or you know, it's like an Airbnb, um, apartment. Um, and bu- downstairs is, is a garage. It's a parking garage. So I'm scooting in. That's usually where I park my ride. Um, and I see a guy in the parking garage playing with his dog. It's like this big, I mean, cute, black, uh, like, lab pit bull mix, maybe. He's throwing ball, with or whatever. So I, I jump off my scooter to kind of walk through the gate because it was tight. And uh, the dog runs up. Oh, you know, hey, buddy, what's up? What's up, buddy? Like, hey, buddy. Give him a little pet on the head and all that good stuff. Dog's fine. Guy throws the ball again. Dog bolts to the other side of the parking garage. So I'm like, all right, let me scoot through the parking garage because, like, it was still a ways to get to where I usually park it. So I hit the I hit the, hit the gas or hit the electric, whatever you want to call it, and I start scooting. Well, this dog hears the scooter, turns around, and, dude, he must have thought I was a cat or something. <laughs> he turned around so quick. Ro, Sprints over, like, all, like – Ready to go, dude. I had to. I jumped off the scooter, did the same thing. Like, it's all right, it's all right. Did not like it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought I was gonna like lose my <laughs> leg. I had to do the Heisman pose to get this <laughs> dog off of me. His owner was freaking out, like, yo, yo, stop it to, to the dog, not to me. But I had the <laughs> Heisman pose this dog, stiff arm him away from me. I ditched the scooter and, and ran upstairs. The guy got the dog off of me, but I, it probably won't be the last uh, chapter in the Ryan Deaver Scooter Chronicles.
0: Oh yeah, man! Next week when I'm out there, we're gonna have some stories for the scooters. I'll tell you that much. We are going to have a ball, man. I, I might, I might eat it. I might draw blood on these scooters. It's going they're, awesome.
1: they're they're awesome though. Like I'm just in, I'm just out of walking distance from everything. Like I could walk there, but it would take a while. So to have the scooter to go like to work, to the gym, to the grocery store, like it's, they're awesome. And they they work here. I don't think they work really in any other setting, like a you know a non-city setting. But here they're 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 awesome. So from what I gather, those scooters can be just kind of you drop them off and
0: then people can just come and snag. So what do you do if someone just snags it from you?
1: (laughs) So I've I've got my scooter snagged once. Um, I actually – I don't think you're allowed to do this, but I I just keep it inside. Like my parking garage has a gate on it, so I just like scoot it in there in the back. Like you'll see it on the app, but you can't access it if you're walking down the street and you wanted to snag it. So and then they need to be charged. So like every other like third night, I just like ditch one and, and snag another.
0: <laughs> do me uh do me a favor. Repeat everything you just said way slower so I can report you to the authorities for that.
1: <laughs> I've stolen a lime scooter. My address <laughs> is
0: dead. Yeah, let's not go. Actually, you know what? Give us your social while you're at it.
1: <laughs> Blood type is I don't know. <laughs> All right, so you may have heard our our March Madness special edition podcast. We named all our first round bracket choices. Uh, Bush, not much action there. How you doing on your your personal bracket? I know the FPP bracket's doing okay, not great, but
0: yeah, FPP bracket. Um, I had a couple upsets that I predicted, also a couple ones that I got blatantly wrong. Um, I'll take the blame for that. But uh, I'll tell you what, my personal bracket is nowhere near what I did for FPP. Um, with FPPA kind of went, uh, you know, a little, little little risque, you know, tried to try to pull some stuff that I wouldn't pull in a personal bracket. But, <laughs> dude, my personal bracket is uh, firing right now. six games wrong, which is pretty, pretty impressive, L- leading all of my uh, personal bracket tournaments and stuff that I'm in. So very happy with that. How about yours?
1: Honestly, I haven't. Once I once I'm not perfect. It's almost like you know grabbing like a, a lottery ticket, right? And you're you're watching the the countdown, the balls being picked of the Mega Millions, and all of a sudden you don't have two two of the numbers. It's like that. Ah, what the what, what am I doing this for? You throw it out. So I mean, it's not busted, but it's not to the point where like I'm keeping up with it every day. And I don't have any big on it out here in California. Uh, sports gambling is Ill- illegal, so. Oh stuck. fantastic. Yeah, what what a great state. Beautiful state. Sports games <laughs> illegal. So um yeah, it's uh Hop across the border, go over to Vegas. Uh, I'll tell you that much. I mean, <laughs> you uh
0: you you can rip a couple Benji's over there in Vegas, man. Yeah, that
1: would be like that. like I you know, lost some money in Jersey, but if I went there I would I would just I'd probably have to walk home. Yeah, thank God there's
0: no mode of transportation. Like, I don't think a scooter's getting me from L.A. to Vegas. So, thank God there's no cars (laughs) because you you might catch me middle of the day just at the Bellagio shooting craps (laughs) with the boys.
1: (laughs) With what boys? You're going solo. I'm worried i work all day.
2: Papa Joe will be out there.
0: Yeah, a couple of the boys that I just meet along the way on my scooter. Hold a thumb up, you know, see what happens. But, uh, yeah, man, thank God there's no car out there for me to go to Vegas.
1: So some March Madness that we had uh, earlier today, um, or this weekend, UCF versus Duke. Probably one of the crazier games this tournament. This tournament's been kind of bland, honestly, right? I mean, they're not not like many shocking games. UCF and Duke this weekend came down to the wire uh, with UCF being up by four with a minute left, losing the game. You, I'm gonna miss though. I'm gonna miss watching Taco Fall, dude. That dude is a monster. Seven six. How you? How are we not heard of this guy,
0: dude? Andre the Giant has been on UCF for I don't know. Let's call it Four, at least three years. years. Yeah, at least at least three years, and no one has heard about him until NCAA March Madness. Like that's what this guy. That dude. That is what this tournament does, though. It it reveals a lot of these unsung players that you never hear of. But dude, Taco Fall, seven foot. Gigantic and literally just—I've uh, never heard of him. It's a sin.
1: He can dunk standing up. He's a foot taller than me. I—I I, I honestly, he's a freak of nature. You see the one shot of him on his knees, but still taller or as tall as everybody Crazy. else. That is, that's unbelievable. When he unbelievable. falls, it's almost like—it's almost like a fucking. Tr- there's a tree. If a tree falls in the basketball court, does it make a sound? Yeah. <laughs> taco fall falling yeah. on the basketball court. That's a massive human being. Him and Zion. I saw an awesome. I think Barcel put out a, a tweet. It was like. Forget if it, it was Thanos and the Hulk like jumping at each other in one of the Avengers movies and they just explode when they jump at each other. That then they said uh the caption was Zion and Taco Fall going up to block each other or you know, somebody trying to dunk on each other, just two what's what's uh, Zion, like two eighty or something stupid, and then Taco Fall seven six.
0: Yeah, man, Eight that's boys. yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if Zion kinda just broke Taco right in half if they both went up together. I mean
1: Taco fall for as
0: big as he is. I don't know how much weight that guy has on him. Naturally, he probably is is decent decent weight, but dude, Zion's a
1: just 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 add add another add to the list another taco taken down by Zion Williamson.
0: <laughs> true, <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> so I mean, we won't see Taco anymore, but Bush. I heard you're happy about not seeing UCF. You, you kind of wanted them gone. You you wanted the Duke to lose to up dis- disrupt everybody's brackets, right? But then you want UCF gone. Tell me, yeah.
0: Yeah, so selfishly, I don't have Duke in my Final Four mainly just because I don't know. I think they're overrated. Without Zion, they're nothing, um, and that is a proven fact. Look at the UNC games. But dude, I'm sick and tired of this UCF crowd, man. When they when they start winning games, they cry, you know? Oh, why don't you look at us all the time? Our football team could beat Alabama. Blah blah blah. Like, shut the hell up. You are not. You are not a legitimate program that could compete with Alabama and Duke like that. Yes, yes, you almost beat Duke in the in the tournament, whatever, but if they had done that, it would have been a disaster in the sports world, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, like UCF, you know, you're a D1 team. You guys did a lot of good stuff this year, but, like, let's be honest, you're a Tier 2 Division 1 team. You're a second fiddle to the, you know, in the football world, Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, Michigan, that conversation. And then in basketball, you're second fiddle to... The ACC, I mean, if you're not in one of the top conferences, I'm sorry, but you're just a Cinderella story in the, in the tournament. And to have them win, upset Duke, and then be quote-unquote national champions after they won, what, like 26 games in a row? Like, yeah, you won 26 games in a row against what? Burlington County College? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, for real, no. No, I totally agree, man. And and that's all we would hear. All of our social media feeds would be filled with we beat duke we should be this and that Well, like dude shut up like see ya see ya pack
1: your bags we'll see taco fall in the nba in a couple years so some other breaking news coming out in march some other madness occurring in the national football league uh rob gronkowski new England patriots tight end retiring after nine seasons the big man gone a
0: big party man out of the league everyone has been affected by this in one way or another whether it's you watching his videos on social media and just getting a huge kick out of it or watching him be one of the greatest of all time tight ends in the league play a football game
1: yeah i know you know being a steelers fan i'm happy to see him go he's one of those guys that you would love to have on your team but you hate playing against you know we can list him in, in basically any sport i mean If if Rob Gronkowski was your safety blanket, but also, you know, he wasn't just a safety blanket as a tight end. He was a deep threat. He was that key piece. Like, the Pats didn't have, like, they had those wide receivers, but he was kind of that cornerstone of the offense. Um, So, uh, you know, the Pats are going to be losing a lot, but I don't think we've seen the last of them, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at their Super Bowl odds, they didn't even fluctuate a bit so obviously Billy Bell is going to come out out of nowhere and draft or just I don't know find some guy off the street that looks big (laughs) and turn him into some legend as a tight end and we all know that's going to happen it's not and what if it's Bill will make it happen
1: I mean Gronk's going to go down as the best tight end of all time Right as of now, he's the best tight end of all time. He changed the game. Right, we saw uh, what's Tony Gonzalez. We saw Antonio Gates start to do it in the early two thousands, bring over that whole like basketball center model to the NFL. But the way Gronkowski, you know, could change games and change the game overall for the tight end position, well, we won't see it again. Now going back to the the Patriots odds, you know, you look at Gronk, and one of the one of the main reasons he's retiring is because of his injuries. The guy's been often often on the field his entire career and that's another reason I don't think the Pats are done right he wasn't there in Super Bowl 51 um, he was in and out for most of their games in the regular season in the past nine years anyway um, so a lot of their wins I would love to see the stats on it but wh- you know, how many times did they win without Gronk on the field
0: true and you know what else to add <laughs> a lot of people look at it and say well, yeah well Gronk had a lot of injuries and this and that and I look at it in, in another form and say, when he was on the field, the most reliable player that was out in that field. You look at Super Bowl 52 with the uh, Patriots-Eagles. There was one drive where Gronk caught every single pass. That was They didn't run the ball once in one whole drive. It was literally all passes to Gronk. They chipped away, and who scored the final touchdown? That obviously didn't Gronk. win the game for the Pats, but Gronk was the guy who caught that touchdown to put the Patriots at least in contention.
1: Yeah, so sad day for the football world, I guess. Um, happy for some. You know, it's kind of bittersweet, right? You love you love the guy off the field, his antics. You know, he's got an awesome life ahead of him. I'm sure he'll be in a ton of TV ads. I heard some rumors he might even show up on Monday Night Raw. WWE, a little <laughs> WWE action. <laughs> yeah. He's got a smoking-ass uh, Instagram model or Sports Illustrated model girlfriend. Like, that dude's just going to be partying for the next. I mean, he's 20, what? He's 29 or something? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Got...
0: Spe- speaking of partying... I was rolling through the comments on his retirement post and all these verified accounts. Good luck, brother. Good luck with everything. We're going to miss you so much. L- little blurb, little tiny name on, on Instagram, Tiesto, famous DJ from Las Vegas. <laughs> I click on his pro. I click on the comment. It just says, yo, Grant, congrats on retirement. Now you can literally hang out with me 24-7 in Vegas and just throw down a party.
1: <laughs> it's unbelievable, which he is exactly going to do. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, literally what he's going to do. And then other big football news just uh, just yesterday Jeremy Macklin has uh, officially retired and that uh that, that name resonates a lot with Philadelphia fans he was a big hit around here Jim I'm sure Jeremy Macklin a lot of you probably know some guys with his jersey, I mean he was a very big Philly uh, Philly football guy uh, went to the Ravens for a couple years I think he went to a couple other teams but uh to hear that guy retire it's kind of it's kind of upsetting a little bit yeah, I definitely uh, can recall some nice plays he had for the Eagles um, a few years ago, but uh, kind of forgot about him of late. But popped back up, and you know, good. For I him. don't.
1: I don't know. For me, on the outside looking in, not being an Eagles fan. Uh, Jeremy Macklin wasn't there during the good years. Like, he really was never a true number one virus I was here for you guys. Um, you know, he was there during the Chip Kelly era, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, not winning, you know, not winning football. Correct. Um, wasn't a number one. He went to the Chiefs, I remember, right after to, to follow Andy Reid to the Chiefs. And that's yeah. where, you know, he kind of not went to die, but basically, fizzled right, off, once, yeah. yeah, he fizzled off hard yeah. uh, when he went to the Chiefs. So, I mean, you know, Great job in the league. Um, you know, obviously not even close to the conversation of a Hall of Famer. Um, but you know, for the Philly sports market, um, you know he's a fan favorite in some dark times. so uh, good for Jeremy, and I guess you know, good luck. Good luck. I don't know if he's a partier or not, but uh, he's got some time for it. I'll
0: tell you what, he's definitely not getting a shout out from Tiesto. He's not his
1: <laughs> <name>. <laughs> Jeremy met who? who? Yeah. who? <laughs> yeah, for sure.
0: All right, so that concludes our big sports topics of the week. You know, Gronk, Macklin, our brackets, Busted, you know, all this stuff. So um, we segue into our special guest. Uh, We have Mead Wombold of Seneca High School and soon-to-be alumni of the University of Delaware. um actually Delaware just got done one of their biggest philanthropic the biggest philanthropic event of the year you dance it's very similar to the THON that Penn State puts on but Delaware raised 2.25 million dollars for kids with cancer you know that's a great cause something that affects all of our lives so Mead welcome what's up
2: boys honor to be on
1: yeah man Uh thanks for joining
2: thanks for having me So, so, me, tell me about this whole uh, junior
1: thon or, or knockoff thon you guys have down there at Delaware. What uh, what are you guys up to? I know you were raising money for a good cause, but let's be honest, it's a baby thon, right?
2: Yeah. So it's uh, it's you dance, very similar to thon. Only twelve hours dancing. Thank nice. God. Uh, yeah. My knees were killing me at the end of the twelve hours, but it's for a good cause, so gotta do it. Um, anyway, uh, I'm a chapter rep for my fraternity on campus. I get to go up on stage at the end of the event. Um, during rave hour, and I'm sitting there waving my wand, waving my wand. Waving your wand? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, we gotta rave give that it- What is this? Is Trip club?
1: Yeah. Right,
2: w- <laughs> waving my glow stick. We'll keep it PG for the listeners. <laughs> glow stick? Now they've glowing the. God, get <laughs> Anyway, so I'm sitting up there, like, getting rowdy. Event's almost over. They're about to do the reveal, see how much money we raised as a community. And I look out of the corner of my eyes. Who do I see? Chat oh, yeah. and JT.
0: So, just a little background on these two guys. <laughs> famous on Fox News. Famous for going around the country. And those guys that you always see in those stupid videos were like, subcommittee, sub legislation, you know, we're here to l- lobby for house parties, blah, blah, blah. Like, they seem like they're stoned 24-7, but it's literally just their personalities, like you said, right?
2: Yeah. So, uh, you know, like I said, I'm sitting there getting hyped. Corner of my eyes, I walk over, I'm like, yo... I gotta get a picture with you boys. See all your content on Barstool. See you guys on Fox. Watch all your videos on YouTube. You guys are funny as hell. I need to get a picture with you guys. And they're like, oh yeah, like totally radical, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Something, a Guy named Chad would say definitely. <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely. So I get a picture with them. I'm talking to them for like a minute. I don't know if they like weren't trying to break character, if it's just themselves, but like Bush said, like they always just sound like they're they're stoned. They're awesome guys. Uh, They're out there. They're in Newark right now uh, lobbying for the ordinance. Yeah, so they're not in Newark for – I mean, nobody would
1: probably travel to Newark for no no reason. They're in Newark because you guys just got hit with a huge ordinance in the city, uh, which is basically University of Delaware. That's probably, what, 90% of the city. Uh, What? No parties, basically, is what it's come down to.
2: Yeah, so uh, the Council of Newark – beautiful city of Newark just unanimously passed uh, a law that would dramatically affect the university of Delaware's uh, off-campus partying. So pretty much constitutes uh, a gathering of four more people can be considered a super party. So right
1: now, so right now we have a super party going on right now.
0: Yeah, literally. So this ordinance um, is literally just for off-campus housing. um, And, it comes in the wake of Delaware being named the number one party school in the nation.
1: I was going to say that.
0: Yeah. It has a very rich history of like, you know, just people loving to come here to have a good time. And they also boast great academics. So like it's a good mix for everybody, but um, it's called the unruly social gathering law. And it allows police to give hosts or organizers of a party with as few as four people, a citation that would require a $500 fine, First offense and 20 hours of community service, and it goes
1: up from there. It just keeps going up. Is the city of York broke? Are they just looking for some cash here, or like, is it seriously an issue? I mean, I know you guys vote, were voted the number one party school in America last year, but I, I've been there. I, I didn't think it was that big of an issue. So they obviously have
0: plenty of money because I have a parking ticket on my car, even though I have a permit to park here every single day. <laughs> so they obviously have the money from that. Um, I honestly don't know what the deal is, but mean what's your take on this
2: uh, i see it from both sides uh the city of newark it's a liability issue uh, like we got to protect our residents got to look out for their well-being but at the same time yeah all 25 of them exactly exactly <laughs> uh is it is it gonna hurt emissions here though we just got ranked number one party school our kids gonna be deterred from coming coming here just because uh the parties aren't gonna be as good well, that's see, another you- thing too i i lit no no kidding The
0: day after this law was passed, a naked resident of Newark, balls, balls naked, like everything, was walking down the street and it was reported that he was doing this because cops were so invested on cracking down on parties that he could walk through the town of Newark completely naked and not get caught. Sure enough, he got caught, arrested and booked in the prison, but still i mean it's it's crazy like people are are revolting in the weirdest ways, and I, I, dude, it's ridiculous, man.
1: crack's also a crazy job <laughs> I'll do
0: it yeah man. he was hopped up on something.
1: It's just unbelievable the number of of four or more people could be it could be ruled as a as a party I, I mean you guys live in a house of what five like you're already just uh, if you have one little issue with noise or you you know any kind of sign of of activity like you guys can get slammed with a $500 fine it's per person correct it is no it's so it's one guy has to take the hit
0: so that's even more bullshit it's even even more bullshit yeah so we have five guys that live in the house and cop knocks on the door because our music's too loud if he wanted to because it's cop discretion police officer discretion so there's so much power is given to the police in the sense that if if one of us maybe gave him attitude or you know he saw something in there he didn't like he would just Boom, hit us with the citation and 20 hours of community service for the first offense.
1: I don't know where this ordinance kind of like came from. I don't know where it started. I don't know if it was because of you guys being voted number one party school. I don't know if it's because, you know, the 12 residents uh, that aren't students in Newark, Delaware complained. But like for one of the you know oldest schools in America to get hit with this, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So
0: just to add as well, um, there is a student who's running for mayor. And if you're a resident, even if you're a student, but you have a lease in the city of Newark, you're allowed to vote in the city uh, votes. So there's a student running for mayor and the chances of him getting elected are very high because he has the full backing of. You're kidding. No, he has the full backing of 22,000 students. Mm -hmm. He's going to get a land, almost a landslide victory of votes because all these students are going to vote for him. He's going to go in. It might actually to be honest, I think it's a female, it might be a male, I don't know. It's a male. Yeah, it's a male. And he's going to get elected and reverse this new ordinance. <laughs> You're kidding me. I mean, no. he
1: he's going to win. Like the 20,000 students, there's no way. There's more than t- more than 10,000 people that live in the city of Newark that aren't students. Exactly. Exactly. Dude, and and that's a reason to get these kids out to vote. Like any other election, they would not be there. But the polls, you got to get everybody. You have to rally the troops. Yeah, oh, you have it's to rally the troops. There's got to be flyers and I don't know videos. This guy, you have to get out and vote for this guy. That would be amazing. Yeah, there's a petition already signed
0: over fifteen thousand signatures. <laughs> so oh, he can he can guarantee at least fifteen thousand votes. So <laughs> I hope they get out of the polls. That would be a story and a half. Yeah. Yeah, so you guys just, uh, to our listeners, you got the inside scoop from uh, Mead and I uh, living in the city of Newark and uh, um, being students here, and it's, uh, it's wild, man. So we're, uh, we're trudging along. We're still powering through it, but uh, yeah, Mead being in
2: the fraternity, I don't know. How's it been with that? Well, going back to what he just said, uh, my boy uh, Chad and JT, they're here to expedite the process. They're uh, going to go down and lobby. Uh, quote today, uh, they were doing an interview on campus and they said, quote, it's against the constitution, not constitution, <laughs> the voice <boys." laughs> against the constitution. I love it. I love that.
1: Yeah. That'll, that'll, that'll help.
0: They were. Yeah, I know. That's uh, dude. Honestly, I don't know if it's going to help or hurt, but hopefully this new mayor can just come in. He's literally like probably 20 years old. <laughs> so like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't think he's that young, but he's, he's a college age guy. Um, yeah. And uh, I really think he's got a legitimate shot at winning the uh, elections in the city and, you know, reversing this awful, unfair ordinance. All right, everybody, we have the fan favorite segment here, the beer reviews. You know, since we're uh, across the country here, it's a little difficult to, you know, find the same beers in the same places. But we did another good one for you. We did uh, a Michelob Ultra. Uh, Jim suggested it, as always, the producer always bringing mm-hmm. the beer. So um, across the country, 2,500 miles away, three different states, Delaware, Jersey, California, Michelob Ultra, let's get after it. What do you guys got to say about it?
1: Mm-hmm. One more here. Yeah, it's Michelob Ultra, all right? Oh. Same great taste, I love. <laughs> Relax, easy there, I still tasting it. All right, so I'm going
0: to I'm going to kick it off here. You know, we got a we got a blue and white can, half white, half blue. We got the red ribbons on top. I don't know, man. Deeves this might be one of those versatile Yingling type beers.
1: Dude, it's a it's a sexy can and it is beyond versatile beer i want to put it up um with my coors lights of the world just my go-to drinks i don't know if you want to order it at the bar you kind of look like a little eh. you might want to go to this normal course i know at the bar but but when you have one a couple of these at home like you're watching the hockey game or, or something like that i mean this is this is the fit beer right it's the yeah. fit beer it's low carb um low calorie i always go back to the chris pratt ad from the super bowl about two years ago um where it's like the amateur athlete, right? You, you go to the gym like once or twice a week, but you come home and if you drink McCalla Bulter, you feel a little better about yourself. It's like a uh, yeah. it's like a workout beer.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, if you're ordering one of these at the bar, the bartender's gonna look at you and be like, "All right, hardo, like you just get done a workout. Like, what's going on here? Like, relax, Yeah, we don't
1: buddy. we don't have that on tap. Um, <laughs> let me go in the back and get you a can. <laughs> yeah, like do less, buddy. Just grab a Bud Light. So yeah, go to, I I kind of time this with like a, a, I don't know, I I say golf beer a lot probably because I I drink a lot on the golf course, but um, (laughs) golf beer and then like a versatile any time of the year beer. Um, I probably say golf because they do a lot of sponsorship with golf. Brooks Kepka is like one of their guys, again, you know, kind of amateur athlete, golf, you're on the course, work out a little bit, McUltra, boom.
0: Yeah. Shout out Bob Manry, uh, drinking on the golf course. Well, he might actually have a problem that uh, he does admit to occasionally. Uh,
1: no Big he global... a problem.
0: Oh yeah. No, it's <laughs> official. F- FPP confirmed.
1: I've seen him. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him live here in L A. He, he the guy got something going on.
0: <laughs> Yo, Deeves, real quick. You were telling me about this crazy story about him. Um, for those of you who don't know, Bob Mennery is a famous uh, social media guy. He does amazing voiceovers for sports, and he's just got this massive following. Dates girls here and there, and then when he breaks up with them, he's like, yeah, me and so-and-so didn't work out because we were just awful together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
1: it's because so- she's an 11 Sports illustrator model, and you're a degenerate gambler and drinker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what's that story you were uh, telling me about about him?
1: So the golf course that we're at here in Los Angeles, uh, Bobby actually was a caddy here uh, back in the day. Uh, a couple years ago, he was a caddy and he got invited to play in the member member tournament here at this club so if anybody doesn't really know like the private club world um, members team up with another member self-explanatory but it's pretty like i don't know like a prestigious like proud thing to win your club member member event so bob the caddy which i don't think a lot of people knew he was a caddy gets invited to play with a member who's this hilarious like scrawny little again drunk asian guy um who's just notorious for just hanging around the club all the time so him and him and Bob start playing. Um, they actually get down to a playoff. A caddy in the member event gets to a playoff <laughs> event on the 18th hole. There's like a hundred plus people around looking for Bob um, to sink this putt. Bob has like a 12 to 15 foot putt. Oh boy! Uh, to to win the event and that motherfucker. drains it he drains it in front of a hundred plus other members who are like who the hell this guy I I, I pay this guy to carry my golf bag not fucking in my member member event so Bob drops the putt and he wins he does a Tiger-esque fist bump screaming you know, pumping his yeah. fist, high-fiving this other member, and let's just say he wasn't a caddy at this golf course anymore. <laughs>
0: Restraining order. Dude, yeah. he just – that that Tiger celebration as a caddy was just a kick in the balls to every member there. I it's, bet. Like,
1: it's like, dude, tip your cap, shake their hands, say, thank you for letting me be involved in this event, but no, like this, this you know, uh, in the in the structure of the golf course i guess he's towards you know caddies are just notoriously like at the at the bottom of it and here he goes i mean they're they're amazing they're they're definitely you know there to do a job like everybody loves having a caddy never actually played golf with a caddy before but anyway <laughs> yeah so
0: all right so that was our little uh golf beer thing for the michelob ultra a uh, little shout out but
1: um I you... my beer sorry
0: <laughs> yeah true let's uh let's get into the uh ratings here Let's hear it, these What do you got for this Michelob Ultra?
1: So the versatility obviously gives you several points. The taste isn't—you know—you can't, you won't get sick of it after a bunch of them. Um, I, it's not as close to my heart as Yangling, so I, I really can't put it higher than that one. I'm gonna go six point nine. I'm gonna go six point nine with the Mick. Definitely way above a five, definitely not above an eight, 6.9 for the Ultra.
0: Solid rating on the Mick Ultra. Um, I am very similar to you. This is one where you can just kind of, <laughs> it's very versatile, but I'm also going to add the fact that I don't really think it's that much of a winner beer. So because it's not that much of a winner beer, I'm going to have a lesser rating than you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually going to hit this with a uh, a six 6.6 um, and uh, and I'm going to leave it there. It was six
2: uh all right well we'll get on to my review here um it's probably my favorite light beer as you guys
0: probably know but the viewers probably don't um so never get sick of these bad boys always slugging them on the weekends 7.5 a little high 7. here 7.5 rates a mick ultra higher than a yingling you think what do you-, you know a guy what are you sleeping him <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, jeez. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the beer reviews. Um, drink one. Drink a Mick Ultra. Tweet us your rating. Uh, I know you guys keep hitting us with the beers to review. We're getting there. It's gonna happen. Um, don't fret.
1: Don't fret. We are yeah, coming. Yeah, actually. With beers. And look out. We're, we're we might put them on hiatus for another week because we'll have a special beer review coming to you next week. Bush will be here in LA to meet me on my special assignment, doing a couple sightseeing. Um, you know, doing some sightseeing, and um, we'll have a Cali beer for you. So uh, I'll try to do one that, that's also back on the East Coast, but uh, there's a local brewery here in Cali that's pretty big. So I, I think I I think I have my sights on, on what beer we're drinking.
0: Yeah, keep your eyes peeled, viewers, for uh, a little social video. You might see a video beer review uh, next week. So, um, yeah, definitely keep an eye out for that
1: and now on to another fan favorite every episode will come in with the shit you don't say and bush i hear we have a repeat offender
0: very long story short real quick we are at the office and you know we're standing in the hallway and one of the girls that I work with is our age, you know, in in between 20 and 25, no older than 25, um, and she has these shoes, and they're like these little red, like, slipper-looking things. So the big boss snags one. Literally, she was holding it in her hand, he snags it out of her hands, throws it on the floor, starts kicking it down the hallway. The sole falls out of the shoe, and she's, like, chasing after him, she's like, so-and-so, what are you doing? So-and-so. Like, she doesn't know what to say. It's the big boss. Like, he runs the show. Yeah. He... Literally turns around and and picks it up and he's like, what even is this shoe? And she takes it back out of his hands and she's like, so this actually is a recycled shoe. It's made out of 100 percent water bottles so you can put it in the washer and it can get clean because I have stinky feet. So like a stinky feet, you know, runs in the free parking podcast fam. Um, no names to be mentioned. Hopefully it'll be around episode six or seven. We'll introduce you to who he is um, anyway. Anyway. So he I guess sarcastically said to try to be funny whatever I don't know what it was so and so I swear to you every time I see you you're more and more appetizing. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like yo. Is that appropriate? Like is that okay to say in the workplace? Like definitely yeah, not. yeah, definitely not. That shit you don't say.
1: Wait, did you say that? Is that appropriate? Did you bring that up in the
0: Yes. So I was standing right there the whole time and I literally looked at him and like, cause we're on a level now where I can kind of like BS with him a little bit. So like, that's why he said it. And I look over and I'm like, yo, is that appropriate? Like, like you,
1: you weren't BSing. Like no, you, no, you should have just turned and just been like, dude, that's shit. You don't say you <laughs> yeah. just started yelling at him.
0: Yeah. Well, no joke. The guys that I was with that day, I looked to my right and I'm like, yo guys, that." verbatim is going on the podcast like that's going on the podcast that is shit you don't say
1: it's going on the podcast and then this company's probably going to track it down go send to hr and (laughs) there may be a lawsuit
0: well with 30 followers on twitter you know not, not not high visibility from the employer so followers uh for the love of god give us a follow on twitter
1: Honestly, if she wanted if she wanted a quick buck, though, she could really I don't know, or maybe to move her way up in the in the organization, she
2: yeah,
1: she's got some ammo now.
0: Yeah, she's got a little firepower. So let's hope that doesn't happen for the sake of everyone. Um, I'm a witness, so if it happens, I'm gonna have to be involved. So let's definitely not do that one. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll probably see this guy again. I'll show you, what you don't say he's already two for four. We're we're four episodes <laughs> in, he's back to back. So uh, we'll probably hear from this character again. Let us know what happens.
0: Yeah, of course. Without a doubt, I always keep one ear open to him and one ear open to everybody else in the office. He's got one ear fully dedicated, just to <laughs> shit you don't say. So, um yeah, everybody. Thanks for listening to the pod this week. Um, you know, big, actually uh, big announcement. We have merchandise coming soon. We got Ooh. hats. We got Ooh. koozies. We Ooh. got collared golf shirts for the course, dude. I'll okay. probably never take it off. Uh, quarter zips possibly, you know, we're, we're d- diving into some options and don't worry. We're not going to pound your wallet. It's going to be good stuff, quality stuff that you're going to want to buy. Um, Deeps, are you amped about it, dude?
1: Dude, fired up! I cannot wait to walk into work wearing my free parking podcast polo, just around the golf course at my event. Just what's that? what's? You're not wearing the, the the golf tournament shirt? No, 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 no. free parking pod. <laughs> Absolutely. Give us a follow. Awesome. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Episode four here, following us from California to the East Coast. Next week, we'll have some awesome stuff uh, with Bush's visit to LA, and um, we'll hear from you soon.
0: All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your day, evening, wherever you are. Deeves, I know you're out in sunny Cali. For us, it's almost bedtime. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. We we move on.
1: Later, everybody. Thanks for listening.